Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. I apologize for not being around for a while. I've been sick, um, as you can tell by the last podcast. Um, today, um, we are for your NIV word, you're going to be in Isaiah 39, 1-8. And then uh, ESV, um, Exodus 38, 1-31. And then John 19, 1-42. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. And voice from Babylon. At that time, Mordach Baladan, son of Baladan, king of Babylon, sent Hezekiah letters and gifts and a gift because he had heard of his illness and recovery. Hezekiah received the envoys gladly and showed them what was in his storehouses, the silver, the gold, the spices, the fine oil, his entire armory, and everything found among his treasures. There was nothing in his palace or in all his kingdom that Hezekiah did not show them. Then Isaiah the prophet went to King Hezekiah and asked, What did those men say and where did they come from? From a distant land, Hezekiah replied, They came to me from Babylon. The prophet asked, Why did they see, What did they see in your palace? They saw everything in my palace, Hezekiah said. There is nothing among my treasures that I did not show them. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Hear the word of the Lord Almighty. The time will surely come when everything in your palace and all that your fathers had have stored up until this day will be carried off to Babylon. Nothing will be left, it says the Lord. And some of your descendants, your own flesh and blood, who will be born to you, will be taken away, and they will become eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. The word of the Lord you have spoken is good, Hezekiah replied, for he thought, there will be peace and security in my lifetime. Let's go ahead and head to your ESV reading. Okay, so now we're in uh, Exodus 38, 1 through 31 to start your ESV reading. Let's begin. Making, making the altar a burnt offering. He made the altar a burnt offering of Akasha wood. Five cubits was its length, the five cubits its breadth. It was square, and three cubits was its height. He made horns for it on its four corners. Its horns were of one piece, with it, and he overlaid it with bronze, and he made all the utensils of the altar, the pots, the shovels, the basins, the forks, and the fire pans. He made all its utensils and bronze, of bronze, and he made for the altar a grating of network of bronze under its ledge, extending halfway down. He cast four rings on the four corners of the bronze, grating as holders for the poles. He made the poles of Akasha wood and overlaid them with bronze, and he put the poles through the rings of the sides of the altar to carry it with with them. He made it hollow with boards, making the bronze basin. He made the br- basin of bronze and its stand of, of bronze from the mirrors of the ministering women who ministered in the en- in the entrance of the tent of meeting, making the court. And he made the court from the south side. The hangings of the court were of fine twine linen, a hundred cubits. Their 20 pillars and their 20 bases 
were of bronze, but the hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver. And for the north side, there were hangings of a hundred cubits. Their twenty pillars and their twenty bases were of bronze, but the hooks of the pillars and the their fillets were of silver. And the west side were hangings of fifty cubits. Their ten pillars and their ten bases, the hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver. And for the front to the east, fifty cubits. The hangings for one side of the gate were fifteen cubits, with their pil three pillars and their and three bases. And so for the other side, on both sides of the gate of the court, were hangings of fifteen cubits, with their th three pillars and their three bases. All the hangings around the court were of fine twine linen, and the bases for the pillars were of bronze, but the hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver. The overlaying of the, their capitals were also of silver, and all the pillars of the court were filled were filleted with silver, and the screen for the gate of the court was embroidered, embroidered with needlework in blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twine linens, and the twenty cubits long and five cubits long high in its breadth, corresponding with the hangings of the court, and their pillars were four in number, their four ba bases were of bronze, their hooks of silver, and the overlaying of the capitals, and the, their fillets of silver, and all the pegs for the tabernacles of of the court all around were of bronze. Materials for the tabernacle. These are the records of the tabernacle of the tabernacle, the tabernacle of the testimony, as they were recorded at the commandment of Moses, responsibility of the Levites under the direction of Ithamar, the son of, of Aaron, the priest. Bezalel, son of Uri, son of Hur, and the tribe of Judah made all that the Lord commanded Moses. And with him was Ahalab, the son of Ahasamach, the tribe of Dan, an engraver and designer of embroider in blue and purple and scarlet yarn and fine twined linen, all the gold that was used for the work and all the construction of the sanctuary, the gold from the offering, the 29 talents and 730 shekels by the shekel of the sanctuary. The silver from those of the congregation who were recorded was a hundred talents and one one thousand seven hundred seventy-five shekels by the shekel of the sanctuary. A beka, a head that is half a shekel by the shekel of the sanctuary. For everyone who was listed in the records, for tw from twenty years old and upward, for six hundred three thousand five hundred fifty men, the the hundred talents of silver were for casting the bases of sanctuary and the bases of the veil. A hundred bases for the hundred talents, a talent, a base. And of the 1,775 shekels, he made hooks for the pillars and up overlaid them capitals and made, and made fillets for them. The bronze that was offered were 70 talents and 2,400 shekels. With it, he made the bases for the entrance of the tent of meeting, the bronze altar, and the bronze grating for it, and all the utensils of the altar. 
the bases around the court and, and the bases of the gate of the court, all the pegs of the tabernacle and all the pegs around the court. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Okay, so now we're in your New Testament reading. Um, today we are in uh, John 19, 1 through 42. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Jesus delivered to be crucified. Then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him. And the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and arrayed him in the purple robe. They came up to him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and struck him with their hands. Pilate went out again and said to them, See, I am bringing him out to you, that you may know that I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Behold the man, when the chief priests and the officers saw him, they cried out, Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Take him take him yourselves and crucify him for I find no guilt in him the Jews answered him we have a law and according to that law he ought to die because he has made himself the son of God when Pilate heard this statement he was even more afraid he entered his headquarters again and said to Jesus where are you from but Jesus gave him no answer so Pilate said to him you will not speak to me. Do you know that I have the authority to release you and the authority to crucify you? Jesus answered him, You will not have, you will, would have no authority over me at all unless it had been given you from above. Therefore he was delivered, he who had delivered me over to you has the greater sin. From, from then on Pilate sought to release him, for the Jews cried out, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. So when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat in a, at a place called the Stone Pavement and in Aramic Gabatha. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Behold your king. They cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. So he delivered him over to him, them to be crucified. The crucifixion. So they took Jesus and he went out bearing his own cross to the place called, called the place of the skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. There they crucified him, and with him two others, one on each side, and Jesus between them. Pilate also wrote in an inscription and put it on, on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription, for the place where, where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Aramaic, in Latin, and in Greek. So the chief priests and the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews, but rather this man said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and divided them into four parts, one part for each soldier, also his tunic. But the tunic was seamless, woven in one place, one piece from top to bottom. 
So they said to one another, Let us not tear it, but cast lots for it to see though whose I shall be it shall be. This was to fulfill the scripture which says they divide my garments among them, and for for my clothing they cast lots. So the soldiers did the, these things, but standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene, where Jesus saw his mother and his disciple, he whom he loved, standing nearby. He said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to his disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his own home. The Death of Jesus After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said to fulfill the scripture, I thirst. A jar full of sour wine stood there, so they put a sponge put on the sour wine on a hits-up branch and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished, and he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Jesus' side is pierced, since it was the day of preparation, and so that the bodies were, would not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for the Sabbath was a high day. The Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and and the other who had been crucified with, with him. But when they came to Jesus, saw that he was already dead. They did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once they came out, there came out blood and water. He who saw it was it has borne witness. His testimony is true, and he knows that he is telling the truth, that you also may believe. For these things took place that the scripture might be fulfilled. No one, uh, not one of his bones was broken. And again, another scripture says, they will look on him without whom they have pierced. Jesus is buried. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, who was a disciple of Jesus, was secretly for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him permission, so that he came and took away his body. Nicodemus also, who earlier had come to Jesus by night, came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds in weight. So they took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen cloth with spices, as is the burial custom of the Jews. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had yet been laid. So because of the Jewish day of preparation, since the tomb was close at hand, they laid Jesus there. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I thank you for everything. Lord God, I just ask that you watch over us. Keep us safe, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.